the Avaduta. His conclusion is he was watching how so many people, practically everybody, they are happily, so-called happily enjoying sex life, the unity of man and woman. And he is seeing how practically in every instance this so-called most unifying of all principles creates the greatest disunity in one's own heart. Why? Because it is the greatest illusion in all of existence. People become mad after this pleasure. But Prahlad Maharaj explains that this pleasure is nothing more than simply rubbing your hands together. From a factual point of view, from an unbiased point of view, simply rubbing your hands together gives you a little pleasure. There is no more significance to this ultimate satisfaction of the world than this. Prahlad Maharaj explains that it is simply scratching an itch the more you scratch an itch, the more it aggravates the itch and the more it itches. If you want the itch to go away, you tolerate it and let it go through its own course. But if you scratch it, it simply increases the pain, the suffering, and the discomfort. So although Maya, the illusory energy, promises us so much happiness, prosperity, and pleasure, through the unity of man and woman, through sex life, we should know that when these promises come into our hearts, it is simply a great illusion. It is Maya's supreme weapon to cast us into a condition of bondage. And that is all. Sense gratification, Krishna says, has a beginning and an end, and therefore a wise man does not delight in it. It lasts for a few seconds, and then it's gone, and then we're simply more disturbed than we were in the first place for more. That is the condition. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita that lust is like fire. It is insatiable. It's constantly burning, and the more you feed it, the more hungry the fire of lust becomes within your mind. When you feed your lusty propensities with sense gratification, what you are doing is you are taking your worst enemy and you are feeding it sumptuously and you are arming him with all of your weapons and all of your strength. Sense gratification is factually suicidal to one's spiritual life. Krishna says in Gita, Kama Esha Krodha Esha Rajogunashamudbhava Mahashuno Mahapapma Vidyanam Ihavairanam That it is lust only, which is the all-devouring sinful enemy of this world. So know that this desire to enjoy sense gratification, which is heralded in its supreme manifestation through the sex impulse, is the greatest, most sinful enemy in our life. To one who is hoping to advance in spiritual life, there is no greater and sinful enemy than this. Therefore, an intelligent person, Krishna says, does not in any way befriend his enemy. He conquers his enemy. 
This is the difference between an intelligent person and a fool. An intelligent person fights his enemy, conquers his enemy. Krishna says, in the very beginning, conquered the sinful enemy of lust. By keeping one's senses constantly engaged in the devotional service of the Lord. By tolerating. But a foolish person is very anxious to befriend his enemy. We feed our enemy very nicely. And we provide our enemy all the weapons to destroy us. That is the process of sense gratification. Therefore, this great Avaduta Brahman, he is seeing how the whole material society is simply under the spell, the mystical spell of sexual attraction. And how due to this there is the repetition of birth and death. Continuously, continually, continuously going on. So much frustration. So much bondage. So much disunity. Srila Prabhupada describes that the more one indulges in sex life, the more one becomes entangled in the endless complexities of material existence. And the more one is able to be detached the more one could live a simple, humble, and happy life in this world. Krishna says in Gita, Pani saravani samyamya yukta asita matvara vasehi asyandriyanitasya That the process of fixing your consciousness on Krishna is you must restrain your senses from the objects. You cannot be Krishna conscious if you are allowing your senses to be engaged in sense pleasures. And simultaneously, it is impossible to restrain your senses unless you fix your consciousness upon Krishna. Therefore, the process of overcoming this demoniac, all-devouring enemy of lust that somehow or other we have welcomed to live within our minds is to constantly tolerate the urges of the mind and senses and in the process of tolerating the urges of the mind and senses, we must keep them fully engaged in the service of Lord Hari. It is said the idle mind is the devil's workshop. If our mind is not filled with Krishna, it will be filled with Maya. There is no in-between. There is either Krishna or Maya. We are the marginal energy of the Lord. That means we are standing between the external inferior energy and the superior spiritual energy. But please know that you are never in between. Sometimes we think the marginal energy is in between, but there is no in between. You're either in Maya or you're in Krishna consciousness. If you're sleeping, you're in Maya. Krishna consciousness means to be awake. Krishna consciousness means to be conscious. You cannot be conscious of Krishna when you are sleeping. Prabhupada says sleeping means laying in the lap of Maya. Therefore we reduce our sleep as far as possible. In fact, on one occasion, Prabhupada saw so many devotees sleeping during his classes that he said as far as he was concerned, oversleeping was worse than illicit sex. 
because this unconscious, this remaining too prolonged in the state of unconsciousness influences so much the mode of ignorance that the mode of passion is following right behind. So therefore, it is very important to know that the marginal energy of the Lord, the Jivatma, he always has the independence to either be under Krishna's control or other ma- under Maya's control, but he's never in between. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on thesacredconnect.com.